And I feel like the practice of Shivari allows you to slow down and to focus on not only your partner, but yourself and what you're feeling. I'm Maria Grunina, and I'm your host of the Feminine Power Podcast. I'm the founder of Feel, a community of empowered women reclaiming their power through exploring the most powerful energy, sexual energy. In this podcast, we explore ancient and modern wisdom and discover practical tools to cultivate a deep connection with our feminine essence. In each episode, we unravel the layers of societal conditioning and limitations that have suppressed our innate power. From reclaiming our sensuality to understanding the mysteries of your sexual energy, you are invited to learn and practice to really make a difference to your life. Through interviews with inspiring teachers and experts who serve our field community, we explore various aspects of femininity, including self-love, body positivity, sexuality, intuitive wisdom, and feminine leadership. We delve into the rich tapestry of feminine archetypes and their profound influence on our lives. In this podcast feed, we go beyond the realm of mere discussion. We believe in the power of embodiment and taking action in our lives. That's why we provide you with audio-guided practices that allow you to integrate the knowledge and wisdom we share in each episode into your daily life. By actively engaging in these practices, you'll not only hear about the unbelievable transforming power of the female body and energy, but also practice and experience it firsthand. Through these guided exercises, you'll witness the profound impact that these practices can have on your relationships, self-love, creativity, confidence, and overall well-being. Get ready to awaken your inner goddess, harness your feminine power, and radiate authenticity in every area of your life. Welcome to the Feminine Power Podcast. In this episode, we learn about the meditative, spiritual, and sensual effects of the Japanese art of Shibari. From Marie Savage, a Shibari artist based in France, who is traveling the world to share this art of rope and bondage. Marie Savage is one of the first women who publicly performs Shibari, a Japanese art form that has been predominantly practiced by men. Her feminine approach has given the art of tying a fresh perspective, making rope feel more approachable to a wider audience, especially a female audience. Her performances and workshops stand out with its elegance, welcoming and inclusive atmosphere and incredible aesthetics, attracting people far beyond the world of fetishism. In her work, she emphasizes the sensual exploration of rope as a catalytic device. She uses shibari in her own relationships as a way to practice full presence and sensual touch. We talk more about this art exactly from this angle of what this erotic practice can teach us for our relationships, spicing things up, and building a meaningful connection with a partner. 
So for those who are new to this podcast, my name is Marie Sauvage, and I've been a Shibari artist for five years. I started Shibari when I was living in New York City, and now I live in Paris. And I discovered it uh, while going to a lot of kink parties. <laughs> but when I really started doing Shibari, I went to Japan and I met a master named Hajime Kinoko. And his approach and his ethos towards Shibari really impressed me and I wanted to do it. Uh, I wanted to dedicate my life to it. <laughs> so here I am five years later, producing Shibari events, giving Shibari workshops, and just living and breathing this beautiful practice of rope. Mm, beautiful. I, 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 mean, I experienced Shibari first time um, at your uh, workshop. I mean, I learned a lot about it before and just saw it in movies and videos and like articles, et cetera, on social media. But immersive experience um, surprised me because because of its meditative like effect on the body of the one that the Shibari is performed on. And I'd love to first, among everything, explore this angle, um, as it, even you beautifully say on your website, that Shibari itself is a meditative practice. Um, and it can be indeed explored in erotic context and non-erotic context. So uh, yeah, what, what is Shibari for you? So for me, Shibari is an art. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's many approaches to Shibari, just so that people have context, but Shibari can be sexual practice, it can be a meditation, it can be something very aesthetic, um, it can also be very rooted in BDSM. Um, and Shibari can incorporate all that. And, but for me, I am so in love with the aesthetics and the way that it just sublimates someone's body and forms and that you can create such beauty but beyond the aesthetics is what you're talking about, this meditative connection that you can share with the person. So it makes it not just something beautiful to look at, but this very powerful connection between you and your partner, and also for anyone who's watching, if it's in a public space. And I think that's what is making people so gravitated to watching Shibari or engaging and learning it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for for me, this is definitely the case. And you, your work is very like it stands out by with its aesthetics. Like every event you do, and every photography or videography shoot you do is full of this beautiful sensual touch, eroticism. But it doesn't seem. It's like it seems very like elegant and feminine. And how do you who, who curates that? Is it your um, let's say essence there, or do you have help with this? It's coming from the heart. It's mm. me. It's my dreams from my entire life and adolescence just brought to fruition. Mm. I feel very fortunate to be able to express myself fully in that way. Mm. Um, I've always been very romantic in the way that I see uh, relationships and even sexuality, even something that can be heavy and intense like Shibari. And I think that's the, I think that the magic in Shibari lies between this intersection of tenderness and an intensity. When I perform, I am in a zone. So I am very, very <laughs> concentrated on what I'm doing because no matter how long I've been doing it, 
and how many times I've done it, it's very intricate and it's also very dangerous. So I have to be completely focused, not only on the intricacy of the knots, but also on the well-being of my partner. Hmm. Well, in a nutshell, for those who don't know, and we'll be doing a lot of educational content ahead of the event about the, the art itself, so you'll be able to check out just a very simple post about it. But in, in your simple words, like, what is it? Shibari is aesthetic bondage. Yeah, cool. And um, you perform and then you teach people sometimes in workshops to actually tie someone else. And as you've just said, it's, um, it can be quite dangerous and you have to be really uh, careful and take the responsibility to do a very basic like bondage in this way. How, how much do you need to learn and practice to do this safely and in a, like a pleasurable, nice way with, uh, with a partner? You know, that's an interesting question because I, I hear it often. How long does it take to learn Shibari? And I mean, I feel like I'm still learning every day. And I, that's where the meditative part is so prominent because it's not about that you just learn and then you know it. It's mm -hmm. even if I'm not paying attention or if I'm not focused, I could make a mistake mm -hmm. because it really is that intricate. And I think that forces you to be very connected, not only to the actual process of tying, but your partner. Mm. And uh, I think that's also the challenge in Shibari is because sometimes you get so focused on the intricacy of the knots, you can forget about your partner. So someone who's really mastering rope is using the rope as an extension of their hands. So mm. the rope, you know it so well that you're able to do it and you can also be deeply connected to, the, to your partner. And what I mean by that is like making eye contact and really, really good, like uh, body communication or body language. Um, these are the things that really make a very beautiful scene. Yeah, and uh, it also seems like you can practice a lot of really important skills for your life and relationships through the through practicing this art of just, as you've just said, presence mm -hmm. and looking in the eyes or not looking in the eyes, but being really present with the partner and really taking care and feeling and being there in the, in the zone. Something that in a very busy life and city life, we tend to forget. And that's why so many things kind of lose taste. Would you say that the practicing this kind of art or any sort of um, erotic play would help relationships like should people look into into this art for like spicing things up or just like for improving relationships in a certain way 100 percent mm -hmm. even in my own relationship sometimes i practice shibari just to feel grounded and connected because it does as you say make you halt your really intense pace and sometimes when you're in this intense life pace and everything is moving fast and you have so much work you're a bit numb to the present to your mm. emotions to all your senses and i feel like the practice of shibari allows you to slow down and to focus on not only your partner but yourself and what you're feeling mm. Mm. wow yeah ah, beautiful how do you do you teach a lot like this kind of 
meditative approach in your workshops or like how how what do you usually teach how diverse are your workshops what what can people learn um my main workshop is a beginner's workshop mm -hmm. i also teach a workshop about central touch mm -hmm. so when i first started i learned how to tie and how to tie well and the first thing you need to know is the safety of the rope which is not always the most fun part but it's really the most important part but once you really get this down then you can you learn more about sensuality because even like a simple single column square knot if a beginner has not learned how to do that then they can't really focus so much on <laughs> i'm in a garden right now um they can't they can't really focus on the connection because imagine you do the tie a bit wrong and it's too tight and then now you have to end the scene because you have to cut the rope yeah. or something. So I think it's really important in my classes that I teach safety first. And then more towards the end of the class, I like to show some of the more simple ties, mm -hmm. incorporating some sensual touch. So first I teach, mm -hmm. hey, this is how you tie this in a safe way. Please practice this over and over again. But once you get the hang of this, this is what it looks like when it's in action, when mm. you're connected and when you're feeling and, you know, when you're in the moment with your mm. partner. Mm. Well, and, uh, you know, when we, when we talk about these kind of workshops to a general public, um, and they, they very often kind of confuse it with uh, BDSM um, play, but it is, it can be in context of BDSM, but it can be so much more than that, or, or it can be different as well. So would you, yeah, would you just comment on like the connection to the BDSM world and how, how connected or different it can be? Uh, I think that's what's really interesting about Shibari right now is that, I mean, I've been in the kink scene for almost 10 years now. Mm -hmm. And I've seen in the last six years or so that Chibari has really become this very big movement and trend that's moved away from BDSM. And I think it's because there's a lot of people who are engaging in it and seeing that there is so much to the kind of connection that you can create. Um, and I think it has to do with that mindfulness um, that you don't particularly find with other practices in BDSM. Like, it does take a lot of skill, for example, like impact play and paddles and flogs and whips, but it's not on the level of dedication that it takes to learn shibari. And mm -hmm. I think this intricacy, danger, dedication, um, fixation that creates that really meditative present vibe that allows people to enter this utopic space with each other where they're really connected Hmm. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> uh, and uh, for our workshop that we're going to host in uh, the Mandrake Hotel in London, um, let's talk a little bit more about it so that we can tell people what to expect. First of all, that's going to be in a pretty beautiful place. They have a Shibari painting outside of the room where we're going to be working. And Ooh. it feels like, uh, yeah, the pe people there uh, have been designing the space. Uh, have been waiting for this workshop to happen. The the context of this workshop is to to bring this practice to uh, people who haven't really been familiar with any sort of 
erotic play of that extent and for people who want to try something new and like there will be solos there will be couples so everyone will find something for themselves and as for myself i just even i love watching it's just so beautiful to watch uh so would you just walk me through it like what kind of workshops you do and what do you expect to do in london well it's related to what we talked about yeah. my approach so especially if we're working with a lot of newcomers. It's good to start with the fundamentals mm -hmm. of safety, but I have an approach that's a bit different than some other teachers that I've seen where it's just purely technical. Um, and technique is very important, but I think for people, okay, so there's different groups of people now who are into mm -hmm. Shibari, right? There's people who are like hardcore BDSM and like really into the technical stuff. And that's amazing. I noticed that there's a new group of people forming who are not hardcore BDSM kind of people, but they're very curious. Um, and they want to grab the essence of that connection that they see in Shibari without having to spend uh, years learning technique. So I formulated a way of teaching where I don't forego the, the, um, the safety but I like to teach in a very minimalistic way. Like how do you tie with one rope? Mm -hmm. How do you tie with one rope and make a scene? How do you create like a tension and emotions with just the most simple knots? Because I want that my students come away with at least some idea that like, hey, I can do this one thing with the rope and it was impactful and it was sexy and connective and not like, I really tried to learn a TK, TK is Takate Kote, so it's like hands behind like this. And they're like, um, I don't remember anything. Yeah. <laughs> and if there's students who want to go deeper, they can go deeper mm -hmm. in an intermediate mm -hmm. class. But I think a beginner's class should be more about emotion and impact. Yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful. So in essence, we're going to, we're going to learn certain techniques and things to do with the rope that we can actually remember and take away home. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, they, um, actually, I, I studied in a school called Ichinawa Kai. Mm. Um, and Ichinawa means one rope. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. And I, in Japan, I did learn mm -hmm. from a couple of teachers this concept of how to tie with one rope. Because the less you do with the rope, the more you can focus on your partner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just so that you guys know at the same time while um, people will be learning and practicing Shibori and if you just want to watch there is an opportunity to watch and have a drink and talk to other people and jump in at some point when you kind of feel brave or you can jump in right away so there will be uh, lots of opportunities and options and by the way I wanted to mention a discount code so for those who want to get grab a ticket, it's early bird before twentieth, around before twentieth of uh, July, uh, maybe a little earlier. Early birds ticket's gonna finish, but regardless, there will be a discount code um, that is feel love shibari. So just three words: feel love shibari. Really cool. excited to teach in London. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Follow this podcast for more episodes and don't forget to try our mindful practices published right in this podcast feed. To find out more about Marie's work and her upcoming events, go to the show notes. 
to stay in touch with Marie and more wonderful teachers, artists, facilitators, therapists, and love and intimacy coaches. Join the Feel community. Head to the show notes or our About section to find our links. Please do leave us a rating and share your ideas and feedback on social media or in our community chat. Your contribution and participation matters so much to our mission to help women develop a healthy and empowering sexuality and as a result, thrive in life.